we have been uh, covering the dimensions of yoga and yoga means health yoga means wellness by practice of yoga helps in uh, preventing communicable and non communicable diseases communicable diseases which is uh, transmitted from others to onto us or from us to others non communicable diseases uh, from within it is not transmitted but it generates from within so various ailments uh, cancer or uh, hypertension diabetes and anxiety problem many things yoga helps in managing both communicable and non communicable diseases as well in the winter months many people take flu shots still despite that one they fall sick those who it is proven those who practice yoga they generally stay healthy through the winter months also the the physiologically we may look alike we may all have 23 pairs of chromosomes or about 5 liters of blood in us it is uh, the quantity it's a quantity maybe or bone structure is the similar but from outside physiologically everyone is different everyone is different and uh, asana which i can do and that person cannot may not be able to do that person one who is doing i may not be able to do physiologically we are different not only physiologically psychologically also we are different we have different temperaments beyond that one spiritually also we are different everyone has the definition his or her own definition of what spirituality means and where this difference has come difference is it only the outer part or within the scripture says this difference is there right from the soul every soul is different it is uh, some people say everyone is equal everyone is same it is not everyone is not same soul is compared to a seed every seed is different the seed if i have uh, from market if i buy 1000 uh, mango seeds the fruit i get uh, taste different from each seed is different and uh, i cannot convert one seed into another if i have bitter goat seed every day if i start pouring sugar cane juice into that one i can't get a sweet bitter goat every seed has its its own nature every soul is different when the seed is different the product also is different the seed is different that's why soul is different psychologically spiritually physiologically we are different because of the seed when these seeds are different what is the connecting factor yoga means connect and the connect the what is the connect you are different i am different everyone is different and in the garden if uh, all flowers are the same type we won't appreciate if i have various types of flowers in the garden then i enjoy the garden the beauty of the garden is the variety beauty of this life beauty of this world is the variety if everything is the same it's a boredom everything it's a creation god's creation 
everyone has to be different if everyone is like uh, custom made same type there is no joy the the beauty of the world everyone is different everyone is unique that is the beauty what is the linking factor in the shri krishna says matta parataram nanyata kinchidasti dananjaya mai sarva idam prothaṁ sutre manigana iva is this seeds everyone is unique and these seeds are i am the common thread running through these beads in a in a japamala in a mala every bead is different but the common factor running through is this thread thread is going through running through that one i am the linking factor on all this i am the common denominator common ultimate denominator i am the common and matta param nothing is superior to me i am the highest and i link everything and i am the linking factor yoga means to connect connect to the one linking factor which connects all of us we have to connect to those ones how to connect connect we have to connect through practice without there is no substitute to the practice by paying somebody somebody cannot do the practice for me i have to practice abhyasa vairagyam tannirodaha abhyasa in the in the shri krishna in bhagavad gita also says abhyase nat kaunteya vairagheena cha grihyate practice 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 with a passion yes i have to reach and uh, re- regarding the importance of practice in mahabharata there is a story in the dronacharya when he uh, took on uh, students arjuna was also one of the students and uh, he saw the uniqueness in this student and he wanted he had promised that he will make this arjuna is the greatest of the archers and so he made a promise also and um, in the in the night time they were having uh, dinner in the dinner uh, it's not a burger one piece of burger a proper dinner in banana the plate it's uh, one vegetable here one vegetable here some uh, sweet is there everyone that in the diary, eating also there is a pattern what sweet to be kept where what vegetable has to be put where where rice has to be put where some dishes have to be put it is not randomly throw everyone anything anywhere there is an art in eating also it has to be placed and dronacharya what he did while having the dinner it's a lamp he put it off it was pitch dark and arjuna he ate the completed his meal he knew what is there which part of the uh, it's a, it's a dining uh, leaf banana leaf or plate and he finished it correctly and after dinner and he realized i finished this one i wear very cle- cleanly as if there was a light and he thought to himself this i could do because of practice i have been eating the same thing in the same pattern every day by practice then he 
told to himself, if this practice, if I practice, I can become a greatest archer. So he went out in the pitch dark and he knew that where the target is and he aimed at that one, he started shooting at the target. And it used to hit the target perfectly. And, and the sound, if uh, some sound was coming and he used to aim that towards that sound and hit the target. He learned the art of Shabda Vedini. Through the sound, I need not have to see through my eyes. Only through the sound, I can identify the target. And that practice. And the, in the Mahabharata says, you have to practice. In the yoga also, yoga, you have to practice. Practice in the, to strengthen. Physiologically, you have to be strong. Mentally, you have to be strong. Spiritually, you have to be strong. And through practice. Everyday practice. It is not weekend only. On the weekend I do yoga. Or uh, whenever I have time I will do yoga. And uh, when nothing is there in my life I will practice yoga. It says you have to practice without any interruption. And how to practice? Like uh, if I uh, have a uh, the join an employer they will give me a my terms and conditions of my employment. If I do not comply with these terms and conditions, my employment stands void. And there is a rules and regulation is there. And if I am joining a cricket club, they will say, these are the ground rules you have to follow. If I am playing the soccer, you have to it's a, these are the rules you have to observe, then only you can play soccer. Any game, anything outside, there is a ground rule. At home, they say, parents, children, you have to have this, you have to observe these rules at home. So is in yoga, there are rules. Ground rules are there. The, you have to follow these ones, then only you will succeed in your practice. These ground rules are called as yama and niyama. Yama, the rules I observe when I am dealing with others. When I am dealing with the people outside and the society outside, what are the rules I have to observe? And when society is outside, when everyone is seeing, at home nobody is there, what are the rules I have to observe when nobody is looking? That is called as Niyama. When nobody is it's at home, I don't know what I am doing. I can say, I can tell you, get up at 5 o'clock and practice. If I am myself at home, nobody is there. I can get up at 8 o'clock. It is not that one. You have to practice. Rules you have to apply, it is called as Niyama. Outside rules, it is called as, it's a 5 in number, Ahimsa, Satya, Asteya, Brahmacharya, Aparigraha. Ahimsa, Ahimsa means your life should not be a burden for others. You should contribute. You should, as a human being, you are, as a human being, you have to contribute. You have to, unless you add value to the society, there won't be any respect in the society. Everyone expect, expects others to contribute. Everyone in the society, wherever you go, people want you to contribute. People go to someone's house empty-handed. 
it is however wealthy is that one it is not appreciated they expect you to take something don't go empty handed if i am i go to someone's house and stay for one month if i do not contribute anything they want me to go wherever it is it is we have to add value to the society unless you add value there is no respect for you like in the soccer game you have to pass the ball don't hold on to the ball if i hold on to the ball they will say you are out in hockey i had to pass the ball if i hold on to the ball i am out and in the rugby also is the same i had to pass the ball where i had to pass to the goal i had to pass contribute towards the goal of my life like soccer you are passing the ball towards the goal here you had to pass you had to add value to the society where you had to add towards the goal of your life you are moving towards the goal have a goal for your life and along the way contribute contribute don't hang on to that one then that is called as ahimsa one definition of ahimsa i will touch upon the other dimensions next week lie down on your back